A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sacred Island, watch the language. Old friend. I wish I could make you understand. But I'm not coming back. Nothing can make me change my mind. Years ago, you served my father in the Clone Wars. Now he begs you to help him in his struggle against the Empire. I regret that I am unable to present my father's request. So we then go to the casino planet where the film yep. takes a holiday to the fifth element for a bit. Oh god, what is this? Yeah. yeah. I mean I can understand what he's doing. I like what he's doing. He's saying that, you know, the rebellion is something yeah. people cling on to in the universe and and that warmongers are everywhere. Not only do they make weapons for goodies, they're making for baddies, and everybody makes yeah. money off of war. Yeah, but there must be a better way of doing it than this. Well, it's. I think there's there's ways of doing it, but also again, it's just like too many characters, too many threads, and mm. and also this this I hadn't even remembered this, but in this sequence, there's a bit where they fail to find the master code breaker, and I mm. don't know why they like find him. And he's playing craps or something, mm. space craps. Mm. He's, he's taking crap. space crap. Yeah, yep. taking a space crap in the in the casino, mm-hmm. and um, court shores. Yeah. And they they see him and go, look, there he is. There's that fleur de lis brooch that we were told would would be the thing. And then mm. I do they get chased off by security? They get arrested or? because they'd illegally parked That's on right. the beach. That's right. And stupid. that happens. Does that happen right then? Right then. Right, okay, because I was going to say, I can't think why else they wouldn't just go back and find that guy. Because then they find Benicio Del Toro in prison in and go, sure, so, yeah. why not? But also we get one a line of dialogue that feels like it's Philip Larkin or something, but it's, it just makes sense, but it don't make sense. When she says, right. I wish I could put my whole fist through this lousy, beautiful town. Yeah, that's it's a very film noir-y kind of yeah. a bit of very Ryan Johnson-y dialogue. But again... Mm. Seems slightly out of character. I mean, maybe it, not. I, I don't know. But... It just doesn't feel like you want to put that in a Star Wars film. It's like, no, it's oh. not very Star Warsy. No, it, and no. it's yeah, it's spoken by a sort of Mickey Spillane character. I think I could. Mm. 
I could really I buy wish it. I could but... put my whole face with this lousy, beautiful oh, town. Beautiful. Lousy, beautiful town. He's looking Good at night, you. Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are. He's looking at you, Boba Fett. <laughs> you know how to whistle, don't you? I've got this mask on. Oh, okay. Okay, well, <laughs> never mind. Says can you, Peter can, Mayhew. Can you break um, wind? Yeah. <laughs> what, well, well, don't. It's disgusting. Well, but John, yeah. Don't, let's not get distracted because we're about mm. to have the long-awaited return of Adam Driver's vast man tits. Oh yeah, Bloody yeah. Hell. It, vast, powerful. He's rock also solid got man old tits. man trousers that are up to his belly button. <laughs> yeah, to, to mm. further em- emphasise the tit area. Yeah, but they are. I mean, he's got a big old chest, did not he? He has. He's he's got a very strange shaped body. He's got like mm. he's got the face of a tall, skinny sort of Adrian Brody man. Mm. But he's got like the body of a sort of Schwarzenegger, like wide, broad, beefy body, mm. and it's very, very strange to look at. But I, I understand that uh, people who are into that sort of thing re- do like it very much. I think he wasn't he a marine before he was an actor. Was he? Okay, physique, he's had like a life before. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, mm. he's great. Anyway, by the way, like I really I, like him. He is Driver. great. He's this, a really good actor. This is, absolutely, and this is his best performance in all three. I think. Yeah, okay. Well, well I can well, believe actually, that. It's very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they, him and him and Ray have another chat, and he tells Ray, look, did, did Luke not tell you what happened the night I burnt down the temple? Yeah. And she's like, oh, God, he didn't touch it, did he? No. No, no, no. No, no. No, not that. No, no, it wasn't that. Although he might have. Now I think about it, he might, might have been... Might turn you against Luke. <laughs> One of the few maybe things that's he why he was standing over my bed while I was asleep. Yeah, yeah. And he was wanking at the time. He was. I thought he was going for his lightsaber, but no, he was masturbating. <laughs> I heard something go. Uh, and then, sure and then he now. flung all the spunk over his shoulder in a very nonchalant way. And it and it hit Ray, and yeah. uh, and that's uh, and that's why yeah. Snoke says spunk later in the film. <laughs> just he just says spunk. Doesn't spunk. say anything else. Spunk. No, it's not. <laughs> he hit a porg in the eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh. God, well, I thought what I wouldn't give to see. <laughs> Surely that was in one draft of the script. It was just like some jizz hitting a pork in the eye. And the other one and, being like, ha ha. Like the little yeah, minions. yeah, that's right. Yeah, like a minion. Exactly. Yeah. I think I read somewhere that the porks are in this because there were so many yeah, puffins. Type birds. They had to sort of CGI over them because you can't mm. have puffins in just normal puffins in Star Wars world. Yeah. Seems a bit strange. Yeah. And also it helps sell toys, doesn't it? It does. It does. I don't think they're they, they little really... naked men. <laughs> I want a I want a soft toy of Adam Driver's big man tits just on their own. <laughs> but um, instead of porgs, you see GM all over with like fully grown adult men, but they're only about a foot tall. <laughs> yeah, and they fly. They flap uh, well, their I... wings comically and just fly. <laughs> <laughs> and when they haven't they... got wings. It's just their arms <laughs> flapping exactly. around. Just their arms, like in a like in a seventies cartoon or something. They're just like. Eh. And the, the little cocks just waving around, waving about the exertion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, and then later on, when Chewie comes, yeah, when yeah. Chewie comes back, there's one just going ah, <laughs> a little homunculus with his cock out <laughs> on the dashboard of the. <laughs> and then later on, there'll be a scene where Chewie is like roasting one over a fire. <laughs> And the other the stick up his ass, looking sort of yeah, like in fucking bone tomahawk. Exactly. <laughs> One of the pogs is a little Kurt Russell. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> you son of a bitch! I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. And then, <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> really has a different cadence, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. They're not so cute now, are they? Oh, no. The little, little haggard Kurt Russell man running around. Running around in the background. <laughs> what I like is if um, that whole arc was running, happening in the background of, mm. of Luke and Leia chatting. <laughs> like, uh, like Luke and Leia. Luke and Ray's arc. And in the background, you can just see a sort of a tale of revenge between loads of tiny naked men playing out. If you follow and if you watch scene by scene in the background, you can follow the story. Mm-hmm. And Ryan no, Johnson says of, is mm. interviewed and he says, Well it's it's really a film I imagine you have to see a couple of times. And mm. so the interview goes, Oh, why'd you say that? It's like, well, because there's a, a whole kind of Western playing out in the background between <laughs> these little nude men with their dicks flapping around. So really, you can't get that the first time through. You got to see this film more than once for the little penis western that's happening. I can't wait to see it. God, it's gonna be great. I can't believe I didn't spot it this time. So basically, um, yeah. So we we get the backstory about what happened there. So meanwhile, as you say, mm-hmm. Finn and Rose are in jail, and we meet DJ. What a shit name for a character. DJ, I I. He's never named, is he, in the film? And I looked no. him up and went, what is this character called? Is it like Fizz Bingo or something? Like, what is yeah. it? And, yeah. you know, um, Vorp uh, Rangathong. And mm. I, I looked him up. It says DJ. Terrible. Why is he called DJ? Is it like no a, an in-joke or something? I don't know. What? Because he touches children. <laughs> no, that would be 70s DJ. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, his that's his brother. His brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seventies DJ. They don't put him in the film for obvious reasons. Obviously, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a really um, stupid name. Yeah, it's terrible. I also I, I retconned it in my head that he also had a different like red flower brooch on his lapel. No, so no. that's why Finn and Rose go ah. So that wasn't the codebreaker. Yeah. Then this must be him. And that was sort of almost a coincidence. Or he had like I, I I sort of made the plot make more sense in my head mm. after I'd seen this in the cinema. And in my head, it was like, oh, he's also got a red flower. So that means that he must also be a code break. I don't know. Or maybe he was who we were meant to meet all the time. No, which would it's just make a more massive sense. slice of luck. Yeah, and he just he just claims he can do this code breaking mm-hmm. thing. And then I think he can, right? He, he basically does he it. He does it. Yeah, he breaks out caught. of the prison cell right. with a bit of paper. Magic paper, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, oh, bloody hell, he's got us out. And then they escape. And then yeah. Rose and Finn ride those Harry Potter horse things. Yeah, the bear, the bear, um, bear birds, I mean, bear ostriches, whatever. I do not care for these things. They're stupid. They're they're fine. I mean, they don't look great. They're no. they're very CGI in a film mm. that I think its best moments are practical effects. Yeah. Like there's the bloke, there's Poe's sort of friend who's got a big sort of walrus face who I mm. loved, mm. who appears to be a practical guy. Yeah, with some sort of CGI touches in the in the um, Del in the Toro kind of vein. Yeah, in the briefing in the briefing room. Yeah, yeah, uh, right up the briefing room. Right, and um, and I like him. He's great. He's very charismatic because he's a he's a mask on a guy. <laughs> but mm. then these guys are just like you get into that sort of very CGI filmmaking thing where everything is basically everything except for your lead actors is CGI, and it might as well be an animated film. Mm. Whereas where most of this film avoids that. Like well, the casino the scenes, silly as it all is, hmm. it looks gorgeous, and it's obvious hmm. that like most of what's there is actually there. Well, this for this chase when they're on the back of these stupid Harry Potter horses, they yeah. shot that in Croatia, and they dressed a whole street <laughs> to look like that, and then right. raced these stupid fake-looking horses through it. It just seems I, I can't believe it wasn't a CGI backdrop. I mean, it yeah. didn't especially look convincing, and and nothing practically really happens in there. So why would you hmm. bother? 
I know. It's just a really odd decision. I'd love it, right? I think what they should have done to make it a bit more authentic feeling is just had normal horses, but stick like an eye stalk with the third eye on on their forehead. <laughs> yeah. And then that was the sort of... And she goes, oh, yes, these um, uh, flecknons. I love them. They're great. I grew up with these. Tom, Tom. And, yeah. Just you wait until episode nine. Oh! The dream will come true. <laughs> God, I, if they're not now, if there aren't horses with <laughs> with eye stalks, special so... horses are in episode nine. You will love them. All right, okay, yeah. special horses, great. Okay, um, yeah, forces. and then we forces. forces, forces, horses, horses with like awkwardly clutching lightsabers in their hooves. Yeah, forces for courses. Yep. Um, so no, yeah, you, as you say, they they, they chat with um, Kylo Ren's knockers out, and he says the line, yep. which I like: "Let the past die, kill it if you have to." I like that. That's good, good yeah. Bit of Makes dialogue. Sense. Sums up a lot of the movie too, and it's it's mm. it's Kylo and Luke's shared goal, really. Mm. Like when you think about it, and yeah. that's kind of a nice thematic thing that they they're totally opposed. They loathe each other, but they've ultimately got the same kind of priorities. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. And then Ray goes down to the dark hole. Yeah, and um, we have that really confusing bit, which I think should have been cut out, where she's just clicking her fingers and fingers endlessly. Yeah, I. I did think like the whole yeah I know and it's a nice bit but the whole of mirrors thing is sort of it's it's very nicely done and very pretty but it doesn't really serve much it of a purpose. Do any, I think it's just yeah. trying to find a different way to do a sort of force vision. But it's yeah. not like it doesn't really I don't know. And it's, the idea of she finds that mirror from Harry Potter at the end hmm. where it shows you your parents but someone hasn't you know Hagrid's not cleaned it in, in up recently enough and so mm. it's all covered in dust and she can't see it properly. She just sees a picture of Goatsy. There's a, yeah, and it's it's a prank. Lemon party pops up. And she goes ah, and, it, and Luke goes, "It was me all along." <laughs> He's just a bit of glass. Though, ah, he does yeah, like a kind and... of duck soup thing where he's dressed like her and copies her. <laughs> <laughs> he puts a but he's Great. dressed like Groucho Marx, so she doesn't notice. No, yeah. <laughs> and they do that but joke she... where she does the the flip, and then he just does the ending. Hey, hey, yeah, no, that's yeah. a good one. Spins round. That's mm. it. Very, very good. Hmm. I mean, it's it doesn't do the film a lot of. I don't to know what it's trying to say. Film. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I think I think he's probably under that feeling of oh well. In Empire Strikes Back, Luke goes, Luke goes down to that cave and he sees Vader. He chops his head off and it's his head inside, which is a you know a portent. That all makes perfect sense. Yes. Yeah. It all, Whereas it, in this, she looks, she looks in a mirror, clicks her fingers a bit. She might as well do that kind of echo, echo, echo. Um, well, she almost does, right? She, she says, does. "Show me, show me the thing." Show me the 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 thing. Yeah, and then she wipes it clean, and then it's she gets Rick rolled. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Goatsy singing out of his arsehole. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Goatsy, goatsy rolled. Yeah, I don't know what it's trying to say. Someone clever will probably message me and say, "Well, actually, it's trying to say this," but I don't think it delivers it very well. Well, I I wasn't clear on it either, I think. And I think basically you and I are the perfect uh, test sample. So anyone who says, no, it does make sense, is wrong, scientifically speaking. I'm guessing it's trying to say that she's a nobody, right? Uh, I guess, which is sort of the point this film tries to make and then they undo Mm. in the next film, as I understand it. Yes, they do, yeah. Yeah. Which is a more interesting idea, by the way, that she's a nobody. I I much prefer that idea. And I, I literally hearing that was what made me not bother watching the third film. Yeah. Yeah, because I went, I went. Horrible. Oh, that was like my favourite bit about that character yes. in the previous film. There's and literally, there's really nothing else to her. Like as I said, mm. she's a kind of blank template of a sort of nobly intentioned young lady, and her only kind of weakness or defining character trait is she really 
she was waiting for her parents and she hasn't lost faith in them. She wants them to come back. So the biggest like low of the low points she could have Mm. is having to come to terms with the fact that they just dumped her, like flogged her for some booze money. Yeah. And then buggered off. Yeah. And that's great. Junkers. Yeah. 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 For, for, for drinking money. And great. And like the idea that she would have to, and again, it ties perfectly in with this idea of like, forget the past. It's not important. Mm. Just like burn it down. And, and that would make so much sense. And the idea that they then go, no, actually, she's she's the chosen one in the next one. It's so shit. <clears throat> so it's just stupid. such a worse decision, just empirically. I can't believe it. But then, while they're having their chat, they, they touch hands, and then Luke comes in, and he's like, what the bloody hell are you two doing? That's right. And, and his then, trousers fall down. His trousers. <laughs> oh! And he spits his tea out. He, <laughs> he brews a pot of tea, pours himself a cup, sips it, and then spits it all out. Oh, it'd be much better if he came in and she, at that point she was leaning over and kind of stood up to stretch his back. But from his perspective, it looked like she it was looked about like to deflate him. Well, the scene that we haven't seen is is that if you if, from outside, mm. uh, there's a sort of canvas screen on the door, and the shadow <laughs> looks like like she's bending over in front of him. And he's he, like, "Oh, by the way, I brought you a sausage roll, but because of my bad back, I can never <laughs> yeah. hold it at this level." And he sort of yeah, he improbably holds it around the sort of waist level. Yeah, and uh, he's sort of waggling it around, and she says, "Oh, it's too big," and he yeah. says, "Oh, well, it's the only one I got." Yeah. And Luke's going, "What the And bursts in, and his monocle falls out. That's right. Yeah, smashes Perfect. on the stony ground, and then she comes out. But at that time, Luke's trousers are falling down, and also one of the little <laughs> naked men's run past, and he's gone to grab yeah. him. And when she comes out, it looks like he's trying to have sex with him. And he says, "Oh, the little crikey. man!" Yeah, yeah. He- <laughs> He, Luke trips over and mm. his penis crushes a little naked man. And so he rolls over to reveal his his cock crushing a little naked guy. And uh, he says, oh, that's not what it looks like. Erased off, I'm not, oh, God, oh, no. Oh, no. But no, so Luke's so angry, he um, destroys the... Um sort of stone igloo she's in he, he blows his top like you know almost literally bang just it blows up the entire which again bus. if i was her i'd be like well yeah i totally believe that you tried to kill a small boy that was sleeping now yeah completely mm. well she sort of does doesn't she to be yeah. fair like that's the point where she's going oh actually i'm not sure about this guy anymore but he does confess that he thought about killing him because he felt snoke in him or something like that yeah, yeah. and then they have that nice they have that <laughs> nice confrontation spunk. yeah spunk they have that nice <laughs> confrontation where she's trying to hit him with a stick. She's trying to hit an old man with a stick in the rain. That's right, yeah. And he gets another stick and they have a little stick fight. Stick fight, yeah, good, yeah. And then she's like, well, I believe that there's good in him. So yeah. I'm going to go and see him. And then he's like, well, no, you're not. <laughs> he no, says, I'm not. He says, <laughs> Spud. He says, he says, wiping more dead little naked men off his chest that he's <laughs> fallen onto. He says this isn't gonna go the way you think. Yeah, yeah. Which it, it sort of it doesn't, which is no. true. Yeah, because um, he's been there. He's done this. He did it in Empire. Come to think of it, Luke mm. is the only one who doesn't fuck everything up. Yes, he's the only, he's one, the only one who's like th- his sort of intentions are solid. Like he, he's right mm. about stuff, which makes sense, I guess, because he is this sort of fabled, you know, last savior of the Jedi Order, and mm. so for him to actually have that clairvoyance enough to go. No, this is a bad idea. Is like it makes. But also, we find out around this time that, um, or just before this, I forgot to mention it. That we find out that he's been like suppressing his Jedi powers because he doesn't want to use them. He's cut himself off from the Force. Yeah, mm. 
Yeah. So hence why like people would say, oh, why is he spearing a fish at the beginning when he can use the force? Because he's not using it anymore. Yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's done with it. And also he, um, um, I, I, yeah, fair play to to Ryan Johnson, but I thought like he doesn't know Han's dead. Surely he'd have felt it in the force. He's like, no, it's because he's mm. cut himself off from mm. from all of that. And yeah. Um, yeah, so it does. It it works. It works. Yeah. So she gets in the Millennium Falcon and flies off. Yep. And then Luke thinks, well, like like a drunk uncle, well, I'm gonna go and fucking burn everything down then. So he goes yeah, to the does, Jedi yeah. tree with a big fire. Yeah. And then and then Yoda turns up and is like. <laughs> Yeah. Um, now I, I don't know how you feel, mm. but I absolutely love Yoda in this bit. Love it. Love it. I love Good, that it's because I love I, that it's a puppet. I fucking love it. Yeah. Mm. He looks Frank like Oz. the same Yoda puppet as well. He he looks all mm. like he's been sort of re-rendered in HD in the Phantom Menace. Like they've mm. they sort of made him look older somehow, even though he's meant to be younger. Oh, <laughs> in... they, the, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, originally they had a really shit-looking puppet and they've CG'd it out. Oh really? Oh, so yeah. it is a separate situation. Okay, because mm. he looks—he doesn't look like Yoda very much in in Phantom Menace. But now he comes back and he's naughty again. Yeah. So it Cheeky. sort of feels like the first time you've seen Yoda since Jedi. Yeah, it's very much how he is in the Empire Strikes Back when Luke first meets him. He's quite cheeky. Yeah. Mm, yeah, so. and I sort of feel like that reads as more true. What's mm. the whole point of fucking like the character of Yoda is that he's this sort of little unassuming Buddha-like kind of. Mm. old guy and like and you think oh this sort of little mischievous gremlin isn't any sort of great jedi monster like you know he is he's basically That's ronnie corbett of... he's like ronnie corbett it's like if ronnie yeah. corbett was um the archbishop of canterbury mm. and we'd all like to see that i'd love to see that yeah so he the one thing and i have an issue with is the that... one <laughs> the one thing i have an issue with is that a force ghost hits someone and i went oh is that possible but i guess mm. it is the force can affect things physically <laughs> what i'd like to have seen in that scene when he hits luke on there that stick because luke's still really angry i'd like to stand up and punt him over the <laughs> biff him off the edge yeah <laughs> <laughs> And then he'd be like, oh, shit, he probably had something really wise to say. Yeah, I really, I shouldn't give in to my anger like this. Oh, He was oh, right he, about that chain of I haven't of seen him in ages things. as well. I just kicked yeah, him into no, the sea. Sorry. Yeah. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. <laughs> I'll wait a bit, but if he's not back, I'll just sort of, I'll presume what he was going to say. I've really, I'm going to, I'm going to assume, I'm going to default to assuming I've really fucked that. Like, I'm, <laughs> I've. That was my shot, and I've, I've absolutely <laughs> spaffed it up the wall. I mean, he was probably going to say, you should probably help. So I'll probably yeah. help. I'll yeah. just go help, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so... <laughs> just biffing. Are you still thinking of, like... <laughs> I'm thinking every day Luke wakes up, walks past the cliff, and he just sees Yoda <laughs> floating face down in the sea. <laughs> A blue glowing Yoda. Still. <laughs> so force ghosts can hit people and they need to breathe as well it's been established <laughs> but every every morning he sort of goes he's got his glass of blue milk and he looks down sort of thinking he's probably just playing a trick because he's he's already yeah. dead so he he's, can't have died I mean, he's, he's probably fine he's probably fine he looks down like no it's still there okay he's kind of yeah a week With, later no 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 he's still there okay I, think I killed him <laughs> <laughs> I found the only way to kill a force ghost. <laughs> and he gets the 30 foot long stick and sort of prods him. <laughs> then he, he does it too hard and he ends up sort of picking him up with the spear on the end. <laughs> he's like, oh no, that's just made it worse. <laughs> His face is like all decomposed, <laughs> melted. 
and you can see Frank Oz's hand starting to poke through. <laughs> yeah, that's the other the other victim in this. The Frank as he picks the body He's up, Frank Oz Frank Oz's arm off. And as he picks it up, Frank Oz's arm comes out. Well, then Frank Oz has his head and body. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone down there with him, yeah. He's, he's under the water, sadly, because he can't be on top, can he? So but No, but then that explains um, that explains why he's still down there, is because it was Frank Oz with the puppet on his hand all along. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Anyway... <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So that's so yeah. So that's the way the, they could have gone with the film. That could have come up. Sadly, they, they went know, with. Did they? No, they went with Yoda blowing up because he says, "I'm gonna." He blows up a tree, and then Luke goes, "The sacred Jedi texts." Yep. Which I don't know what they are. I mean, just no. a version of what he said to Ray. We that's assume what Yoda says he but, says, "If you read them," and he looks like, "Well, no." Yeah. You think, you think he would have read them by now? We've been on the island for ages. They're that boring. They are well boring. They're like that having boring. Having the highway like, code. It's like a sort of sitcom character trying to read War and Peace and picking it mm. up and going, once upon a time in Russia, oh! and like putting it down again. Mm. The Highway well, Yoda, Code, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all they well, are. Yoda, They're like the Force yeah. Highway Code. Well, Yoda does say, as you mentioned earlier, that it's not exactly a page turner. Page turners, they are not. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a bit of a cheeky little one-liner. But that said, I think I believe that they would have page turners. That, that falls on the, yes, that's fine, side of the... Uh, oh. The but equation, but it feels like someone who understands Yoda's character has written this dialogue. It's great when he says, "Yeah, you know, usual Skywalker looking up at the stars when you should be looking ahead of you and all that sort of stuff." Yeah, and yeah, yeah, great. Love it, and it and it makes perfect sense. And it does feel mm. again like much as you know. Yes, it's a big swing, the opening moment with the lightsaber over the shoulder. But <laughs> mm. here you go. This is, yeah, you know, th- this is like that is Luke. Yeah, <laughs> that mm. feels authentic, mm. and it feels like Yoda as well. So, meanwhile, 
We cut mm. back to Holdo, who's planning to evacuate the remaining members of the resistance onto transport vessels. But Poe's now, that was like, the plan that she could have told Poe about have told him. Yeah. ages ago, yeah. But when it cut to this bit, genuinely, I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot all about this. Oh, God. The mutiny right. subplot. It's so stupid. Yeah, more um, subplots. Captain Phasma's come into it at some point as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Is that already yeah. happened? Not no, really, that's not coming yet. Up, but like, not yet. she came up and I was like, oh, another character. Great. Mm. Um, so they have a mutiny. Leia comes back uh, from her sleep and stuns Poe into unconsciousness. Mm. And then they, they get on with the evacuation to the little ships. And Holdo and Leia have a little moment where Holdo's like, I like him. He's great, even though he tried to kill me and yeah, he, yeah, shoot he, me he humiliated that, yeah. me in front of the whole ship. Mm. And you should still me. like him, viewer, she says. Yeah. 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 Uh, meanwhile, Finn, Rose and DJ, uh, who has that speech on DJ. the ship, yeah, where he tells her about how... My, hey, my theory about all these characters mm. is that basically everyone who wanted to be in a Star Wars film asked and he just didn't say no to anyone. I think you're right. So they had to keep inventing new characters. Yeah. To accommodate all the actors who were like, yeah, I want to be in Star Wars. It's weird. Hulk Hogan plays a vending machine, isn't it? I know. Yeah, it is a bit odd, but, you know, they've got to find somewhere for him. You want a cup of herbal tea, brother? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. I'm out so, of milk, brother. <laughs> I'll tell you something. When Randy Savage. No, we're not doing that. Oh, okay. No, no, okay. Yeah, well, move that. Yeah, yeah. The N word. No, Hulk, stop oh, it. Oh, God, shit. No. Um, I've got my cock out. No, oh God. Out. <laughs> and then a little cock man runs past. Uh, I've got I've so got some information some about someone who's in a cutscene coming up. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, well, I want to hear about it. Well, I'll tell you now because Finn, Rose, right. and DJ get onto the ship. There's a nice little visual joke with that it looks like a spaceship coming down, but it's in iron. I really liked that. Liked yeah, that. That was great. I totally Again, forgotten it, and it really <clears> made me laugh. Yeah. Again, subverting expectations, which everybody criticised him for. Um, but as they're as they're in disguise, they found uniforms, good little bit, and they and yeah, there's nice, a bit yeah. where they get into a lift. In the cutscenes, they get in a lift, and loads of stormtroopers get in, mm-hmm. and one of them recognises um, Finn because Finn was obviously used to be a stormtrooper. That's and right. He's saying, and he says to him basically like, "Oh wow, you've been promoted. That's great. Really pleased for you." And that person was Tom Hardy. Oh right. Yeah, oh, there you go, the Tom out. Hardy. Mm. So there's a mild Bond connection. If anyone's like, "Why the fuck are you talking about Star Wars episode eight? He's everyone talks about him being Bond all the time. Mild. That's not. You. Can, I mean, sure. Why not? Mm. Why not? Mm. There's a Bond Spunk. connection here somewhere. Spunk. Yeah, there um, must be. I mean, the so thing is, like, these are two of the biggest franchise movies with vast casts. So, um, like, surely there's some shared <laughs> cast yeah. member somewhere. Must be. Has Benicio del Toro never been in a Bond film? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's been licensed to kill. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Works. Um, So then... um, (laughs) We're allowed to talk about this film. Ray jumps off the Falcon in a little ship and turns up, and Kylo Ren's there to receive her, Mm -hmm. and he brings her before Snoke, and then Snoke goes, ah, ha, 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 it was me who was getting you to talk to each other, and I was listening as well, and you both called me a prick, so you're well out of order. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the pair of you. Get out. (laughs) Such spunk. That's when he says such spunk. 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 Yeah. He just he looks, looks at Ray and shouts, "Spunk!" Mm. There's an awkward pause where they look at each other, going, "What did he mean by that?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this I I really like this set. Of yeah, Snoke's lovely room. The I like the red, um, lovely. 
That's right. Yeah, very, very nice. I like the sort of um, imperial action figures that are guarding him with shit, multiple different weapon accessories and eighteen I, points of articulation. Don't like them. Mm. I think they're they're just the imperial guard again, but they, they are. actually move and do stuff. But it's the imperial guard, but they've given it to like martial arts people who are really boring yeah. to watch. Yeah, well, I didn't. I quite like the fight. I mean, it's it's there's not really much of a point in it being there except that it shows that Kylo Ren is like no actually I'm I'm just committing to this mm. uh, I'm wiping out all of the things but then again Kylo then goes no I'm going to run the First Order not go- turn against it so he's just killed like presumably all of his best guys but yeah. maybe maybe they were loyal to Snoke I don't I think they were know. loyal to Snoke yeah maybe, sure. maybe they're all his lads or something these are all my we like lads the way, we like the way he says spunk <laughs> He should go. Oh, by the way, uh, Ray, uh, this is my these are my boys, Kevin. Steve, uh, there's uh, there's Drongo, uh, Mad Lad, uh, <laughs> Biffa. We've got um, yeah. Biffa went to school with my kid, Kevin. So he's this he's got... Ray. Meet the firm. We've got uh, <laughs> Dennis, uh, Gricey, uh, bicycle yeah, chain a... Wilson, bicycle chain Wilson, <laughs> Stabber Henderson, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dan the Dagger Man from Dagenham. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Testicle Violent Arthur. Gregory, he's yeah. here as well. And Shitstabber. Shitstabber <laughs> and Pop. The, that, that is actually Pop, yeah. He's yeah, like his own name. The one the one with yeah. the um the sort of um dual dagger. That's Pop inside that suit. That's canon. The huge Pop belly. A big pop. <laughs> yeah. They're quite chunky those armor, so you could probably fit a, a tummy in there. Good. Anyway, so anyway, yeah, he says, you know, it was me that did all that. And also uh, we have a couple of nice moments where she tries to sort of get near him and he floats her off. Or he yeah, 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 yeah. What bumps her on the head with her own lightsaber. Quite fun. Yeah, I liked that. That was good. Yeah. Um, so so the, the moment where the lightsaber comes to the Jedi who's bringing yeah. it towards themselves. Just makes sense. That's the sort of visual gag or sort of moment that I really like where you go, it. It, it's an echo of the logic of this world and stuff that we've seen a million times. Hmm. It's also, uh, it makes sense in the story because what it's saying is he's better at this than her. Like, so yeah. you get all of that from a little gag and it's a funny gag. So like, I think that's, gag. it's successful, John. Mm. Mm. So then DJ and everybody. <laughs> Every time you say it, it gets worse as a choice. It is. They, they they then hack the thing. Now there's yep. a nice little moment here because he he basically says I'll do it for that necklace you're wearing, which is the other half of the one of her yeah, sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's like, oh, for the resistance, I'll give you it. And it turns out he only needs it because it's a really good conductor for hacking this thing. And then yeah. he gives it back to her, and you're like, oh, that's a nice little moment because you think, oh, well, he's obviously his his aim is true. He's a good man, but mm. yeah, yeah, he's a reasonable guy. And they get caught because a <laughs> a, a baddie BB-8 spots BB-8 in a bin. Yes, that's right. In a, in a, mm. I like that BB-8 disguised as like a, a gonk droid or whatever they were called. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. other mouse droid or whatever. Mm. It's, that's fun. I like the evil BB-8 as well, mm. the Empire one that spots him. I keep thinking it's the baby from The Simpsons with one eyebrow. It. I think it's the same actor. Oh, oh nice. That Good plays him. him. Yeah. Yeah, so they get caught and then um, they're brought before um, Captain Phasma. She's Captain like, Phasma, oh. she's a character in the film, yeah. She's like, TTFN, or whatever his name is. Nice to see you again. <laughs> yep. Uh, Good to see you again. And it turns out that DJ has taken loads of money 
mm-hmm. and given to sell them the out, first yeah. order the information about all the little ships escaping the big ship. That's right. And this is, and again, I think this is a, a intentional. The intention is here to have a character moment for Finn to be. You can't trust people, and I think he says you shouldn't have trusted me. Yeah, but it, it feels so bunched. It is a bit, but also Finn yeah. is, sort of, I think, too nice a guy. Like you feel like mm. he's throughout is kind of, and also we're more with Finn. We're building up to the point when he tries to sort of ram his ship into the, to the battering ram ray or whatever it's mm. called, mm. and and so it's more that he's just giving up hope, right? Because he's yeah. like, I'll just I'll just kill myself because who cares anymore? Mm. And and that's not really what you get from this moment. If anything, you get his no. resolve is is more important. The rebel scum moment, mm. yeah. you know, yeah. Um, so they're about to be killed. Yeah. Um, Ray um, Ray is being tortured by Snoke, and Snoke's like, uh, killer Kylo Ren, yes. son of darkness, like, grandson of darkness, sorry. Yeah, um, <laughs> son, son, grandson of darkness. Son of Harrison Ford. Third cousin once removed of darkness. Yeah, killer. And then he's like, oh, I can feel it now. Where there was once doubt, there is now sh- sureness. Is that a word? Sorry. Yeah, uh, it is. He's yeah. like, I can feel it. You've, you're pointing the lightsaber at her. You're going to kill your true enemy. And then... Where there, was, where there was maybe, there is yes. Yeah, that that's yeah. all sort of... That's rammed home a bit too hard, isn't it? But like it his speech there. But I mm. do... All, all he had to say was like, yes, do do what is in your heart and strike mm. down your true enemy. Mm. And then... Zoom. And I like uh, that he turns on the... <laughs> the lightsaber across the room that's, that's great. great and yeah. uh and then i like that's a very ryan johnson move as well is like the top half falling off out of focus yeah. that was great that's great and i love the- I, I always love the sort of the you know the, getting a physical sense of what a lightsaber is like like mm. i imagine it smells of you know burning hair when you get those sort of ashes those sparking ashes coming off i like body. to think that it smells of you know marker pens yeah and you're like oh or so when you're filling up everyone's your... a bit high in that room after yeah. smoke goes down. Yeah. Or when you're filling up a car with petrol and you get that fume yes. of oh that's a lovely smell. I imagine it's like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, quite addictive. Yeah. Oh, have you have you tried uh mate, have you got any Emperor Snokes <laughs> burning remains? <laughs> no, I'm out, I'm out, I haven't got nothing. I've got nothing. And then we have the big battle. Um which again, I really like the way it starts with the lightsaber flowing across the room. Ray's hand comes up, grabs it. You yep. get the surge of the Star Wars, you know, force theme. Yes. And then bang, they go into this big fight, which I feel is over choreographed, if anything. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I felt a bit different. I, I, I liked it because it seemed quite hard won, mm. you know, which maybe doesn't make a lot of sense with the two best ones at fighting in the galaxy, yeah. finding it quite hard to just beat these guys. But I did like that it felt quite sort of up against it, you know? But meanwhile, we cut to Holdo, who now all the little transport ships are being blown out of the sky thanks to DJ. DJ. Hang the DJ, hang the DJ, hang, <laughs> hang the DJ. DJ. Hang the DJ. <laughs> they don't get a chance. No, they don't. He gets away, we assume, with loads of money. Yeah. Does we he never see him ever again. <laughs> no, Ooh. I was going to say, no. he's not the most rewarding character to bring back for, not to reserve. Really. You for don't really need end. him in this at all, really. They could, they could have had it, not him, and they, they just kind of... Because at the end, they don't actually succeed anyway, so why do they need him? Here's a, here's a thing. Hmm. Well, okay, so his character turns up as a sort of scumbag, and you're just hmm. counting down the seconds till he betrays them. Hmm. It's just that it takes him slightly longer, and it happens in slightly different circumstances than you would think. Yeah. And it's not like he was always against them like Lando. Mm. And it's, you know, it's it's not that he's all the way through just working for the highest bidder. Mm. It's just that he says circumstances change. We got caught. 
Mm. He's just not got any loyalty to him. And he get and I like the message that, you know, the guy that just always sides with the winner will get away scot free when everyone else mm. is like being mown down, of course. Yeah. Like, and that makes sense, especially in the sort of context of war profiteering, basically. Mm. But like wouldn't it be a really a much more interesting arc if Rose sold out Finn yes. or something? Because yes, you start her very first moment of introduction is her being dis- disillusioned with this guy that she held up as a hero previously, right? Yeah. yeah like she yeah. sees, she says, oh, you wouldn't ever try and desert, would you, with a packed bag in an escape pod? You know, mm. and and so that arc following through, I don't know, it sort of feels like if you're, if you're, if you know the whole, this whole secondary plot arc going through the casino planet and all of that, if you knew that all of that was just leading to a pivotal betrayal which dooms both the Resistance and Finn, mm. Wouldn't you make it the new character that everyone likes and thinks is good? I don't yeah. know. I mean, maybe it doesn't make any sense. Maybe she's she's too much of a true believer and maybe her backstory makes that impossible. But I don't know. I just thought maybe it's a more interesting arc and it leaves you in a more hopeless position. If she if she's sort of seen the horrors of war close up now and has realised, no, actually, it is just important for you to survive. My sister fought for you know, a, a real cause and she was killed and I'll never see her again. Hmm. And now I, you know, now I'm at the moment where it's either like make a noble statement and die or sell out this uh, guy that I've just met and, and survive. I don't know. It just sort of, it's, it's just one of those moments where you're like, he's literally just there to betray them eventually. And he does. Yeah, he does. It's not even inversion where it turns out he has a, he turns back to the good. It's like Han. Han goes like, I'm getting out of here. Take care of yourself. It's what you're best at, isn't it? Hmm. You know, and then and then he comes back. He's not just a pirate. He's, you know, he does care about a cause. Hmm. That's his whole Star Wars arc in New Hope. But in this one, it's just like, this this obvious traitor is here. Oh, he's betrayed them. Hmm. And he doesn't get his comeuppance and we never see him again. <laughs> yeah. But again, that's fine. Like I, I hmm. get that like he's he's the he's the user, so he's fine. He gets away scot free. Of course he does. Yeah. That makes sense to me. But I don't know. Hmm. I just thought I thought there's there's I all I'm saying is there's definitely a way to shave about seven characters out of this film and you wouldn't Absolutely. lose anything. But talking of shaving Yes. Um Holdo We cut to Adam Driver shaving his big man tits. Yeah. It's basically a Gillette advert. Yeah. But with a lightsaber. Yeah. With a lightsaber just scouring off the last few hairs. Yeah. But Holdo, because all the transports are being shot, is like, what am I going to do? Because she was staying behind on the main ship. Yes. And then we get one of my favourite visual shots in Star Wars, I think. I know it's a lot so of people good. have a problem with it, but it's such a lovely, Why do they beautifully have a done. It? It's the coolest oh, bit in the film. It really is. But a lot of people moaned about it at the time. But I think it's Why? Cool. I, I never heard about know. that. Uh, yeah. Right, fine, that. whatever. <laughs> oh, a really it. cool thing happened. I hate that for some reason. Great, mm. thanks. This is why we can't have any nice things. But she jumps to light speed but goes plots it purposely through the fleet. Yeah, through the ship. Uh, yeah, brilliant. It's amazing. It's so good. And, and the way it's done it, soundless as well. Yeah. 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 Jinx. No, Jinx. it's not. Yeah. Uh, um, but that causes yeah. um meanwhile, Ray and um Kylo Ren are having their fight trying to get the lightsaber and they split it just as the ship blows up. Yeah. They're reaching both for Luke's, well, Anakin's lightsaber as it turns out. Yeah, I suppose it is, um, yeah. Yeah, and it splits just as the ship explodes. Yep. So then, luckily, all the rest of the First Order and the transporters got away and they go down to a planet called Crate. Crate. 
Bless you. I like the shot where dead Snoke's tongue is sort of slightly sticking out. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> no I dignity kinda, I, whatsoever. I kind of think someone got his mouth and was just like... Bleh, 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 bleh. <laughs> I'm Supreme Ninja Snoke. I'm a big silly dummy. <laughs> someone sort yeah. of put their bum to his face and... <laughs> Yeah, so I was, and and like Kylo Ren just leant down, just gave it a quick kiss. Oh, also before the ship explodes, I should say, uh, BB-8 does something ridiculous to free because Finn, um, Finn yeah. and Phasma have their fa- fight. Where he says, "Come on, Chrome Dome." I hate that. Yeah. I like. I again, it's like so often that they're like right next to each other. These moments where one mm. doesn't work and one's really great. Mm. Like the, for example, I was thinking about this earlier with the the leaf uh, tickling Ray's hand, the Force. Mm. And and then the bit describing what the force is actually like is fantastic. Yes. And in the same way, in this bit, it's like, let's go, Chrome Dome. Like, that's that's before a sort of draft one. That's like, you know, notes on your phone walking around town. That's, that's, uh, that is that's that is the most placeholdery of placeholders I've ever heard. Yeah. But then that bit of, like, your scum, rebel scum, I really yeah. like that bit. Love it. But I also feel this is Ryan Johnson going, yeah, I don't like Phasma, let's get rid of her. Um, yeah, again, he, he's shaving characters out, so I'm yeah, very happy. Which is fine. <laughs> it's fine. To happen. But again, it yeah, feels he also like leaves her alive. She could come back, right? Like she she's could just come back, a, but she doesn't. Her helmet's just been damaged. Yeah, but she does fall into a big flaming pit of fire on a spaceship. Yeah, but in Star Wars up. world, that, Boba yeah. Fett's fine, isn't he? Mm. He's back. Yeah. He fell in a goat he's fine. Yeah. He fell in a big goat sea in the yeah. desert. Ah, <laughs> uh, why in the special edition in the nineties didn't George Lucas CGI in some fingers? <laughs> Perfect. around the sarlacc pit <laughs> why didn't he do it he had the oh, perfect opportunity right there i hope someone listening does do that i'd, I'd love to see that <laughs> yeah so he and kills then, phasma and in the background of in the background of um the moss Eisley cantina you can see two girls one cup playing out <laughs> if you look very closely but you could go back now in jabba's palace and cg in a little naked man walking about yeah running around <laughs> no t- turn salacious crumb into a little human man a little human bad <laughs> I'm picturing these little human men, by the way, as like sort of, um, you know, Blender 3D rendering default human model, just like a little sort of pink, yeah, <laughs> shiny creature. Yeah, and when they head. do fly, the, the arms are really badly animated, but yeah, still, really they still manage stiff. to achieve perfect flight. That's right, st- really, yeah. really stiff arms just going in two frames up and down. Like they're being dragged by a mouse. Yeah, while exactly. While doing a very basic arm animation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so the ship blows up. Phasma's dead, so and they all retire to crate basically. And uh, oh, we get that awful shot that I hate, where the um, ATST thing starts shooting, and it turns out that, that when the roof comes off, BB-8's piloting it. Yeah, fire the electronics, which I think is fine in an idea, but again, I think the execution just looks shit. It looks silly. I mean, uh, you know, why isn't there a little sort of? Because we know that the the Empire has uh, ball droids. Mm. We've seen the little um, Empire flavored BB-8. They so, fight. Yeah, yeah. But but also, why don't why don't the um, they have little you know cockpit sort of slots like an X-wing mm. that BB-8 would just slide into? Because then that yeah. would make sense, right? Yeah, it would. Because they're meant to be compatible with all these different walkers. I like the walker redesigns, by the way. They're a bit fussy, but I quite like the little changes. Like I like the Gorilla 8080s. Yeah, but again, you know, that's the first time you see them. They don't really do anything, and you never see them again. Yeah, sounds about it's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like B wings. It's it's true to the franchise. Yeah, but at least B wings. Oh no, it is just in Jedi, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so they all go down to crate. Um, Finn and Rose crash land onto crate, and they they hide in this big base. Yep. And they're like, oh, we're 
we're calling out to the galaxy uh, of all the rest of the resistance but no one's answering yeah they're the last hope yeah yeah and um leia's like oh well we're all fucked then yeah that's it and then luke turns up right yeah or is that laser yeah no luke appears Uh uh-huh and he's like all right everyone and they're oh hello mate you're right yeah and someone goes bit of a bad die job mate yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, did you do that yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Leia says. He goes, yes. It, it looks natural, but when the sun hits it, it's a bit purpley. Yeah, that's Just true. So you know. I, I, I quite like, I, I don't quite understand why he looks younger. I guess it's, is he trying to evoke the Luke that Kylo last saw, maybe? It was when he was in the Bee Gees briefly in the early 80s. Okay. Yeah. I think he's, I thought he was in ABBA. Mm. I thought yeah, he, he was Benny. Be yeah. yeah. He might be. Maybe. He, he was in the band when it was Abel. Apple. <laughs> yeah, Anita, Benny, Bjorn, the other one. Luke, yeah, that's right. Agatha yeah. and Luke. Yeah. Ag- Agatha, Agatha and Luke, yeah. yeah. Abal. Abal. Ab- Abla. Abla is good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. like Abla. Um, um, that makes sense. But, yeah, yeah, so he, but also, but he turns my up problem and, with this mm, mm. is that C-3PO barely gets a look in the whole time he's there. They've mm. known each other for years. Yeah. Well, and he goes, ah, prick, Master man, Luke. Yeah. And Luke sort of goes like, all right, and that's it. I'd be, I feel so snubbed if I was 3PO. <laughs> I, it'd be like that bit in Wayne's World where Wayne's floating gracefully towards the stage and his ex-girlfriend turns up and he's like, Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, precisely. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, this is awkward. Hello, yeah. uh, 3PO, how are you doing? But then Especially after R2-D2 got like loved up earlier on. Oh, yeah, literally. Yeah, 3PO gets nothing. No, well, no one likes 3PO. No one likes Anthony Daniels, do they? Do, well, I mean, I, I like him as C-3PO. He makes sense. He's, mm. he's, a, good, he's a good character. I mean, wait till you see episode nine. Oh, I can't wait. Does he get eviscerated? <laughs> Sort of. They they run out of original cast members to kill, and so yeah. they had to <laughs> to de- the uh, they had to disembowel C three PO. Sort of. Um, um, so I, yeah, I, he I turns like up. Anthony, I I know it's like the the annoying robots in Star Wars is a sort of trope, but maybe it's just because I saw them as a kid, and but I was like, yeah, I mean, okay, in the prequels, funny bits with C three PO gets overdone so much hmm. that I would forgive anyone for totally losing faith, but I don't know. He's still a, a a known and sort of fond memory of Star Wars world, so I just thought it was a bit strange that he barely gets to even like nod at Luke mm. <laughs> in that scene. But that's because Luke's too busy giving um, uh, Princess Leia the precious um, golden fluffy dice. dice from the name Vulcan. That for some is that reason, where they're from? Because I don't know what they are. They're from the <laughs> Falcon, but for were. some reason, in the last five six years they star wars have decided these are really important pieces of star wars canon i can't and apparently they're in star wars in the millennium falcon and maybe in all of them i don't know i'd never noticed them until the new film i, I had never shit. noticed them in my entire like life ever mm. and that, literally i had the same thought you did i don't even remember them from watching this film the first time and i'll yeah. guarantee you i won't remember them next week after yeah. i've forgotten them again they're in solo a lot because he puts right. them in every ship he gets in but I, go, okay. I couldn't give a shit. Luke's like, "Oh, I got, I saved these for for Han." Like, mm. yeah, who cares? Yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, it, so it, the resistance. Sorry, the first order turned up with the gorilla eighty eighty. I, yeah, I wish he'd things. he'd brought that chessboard with the animated creatures. Oh. <laughs> he like drags it in and goes, "I brought this." <laughs> well, wait because Han nine. really liked that game. <laughs> They're in episode nine. Ah, uh, is it actually? <laughs> yeah. Why? How's it? How does it appear? They're playing it on the Falcon at the beginning. Okay, sure. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. That's fine. Mm. Um, there's a bit uh, as well in the gunner pod of the, the Millennium Falcon when Ray is, is piloting it. That might be about mm. to, to turn up or maybe that's yeah. already happened. Yeah. But anyway, so she's in there and she's firing the gun and she goes, I like this. 
And she does that because all films now are just actors like reenacting things you've seen before and then say yeah. a witty line. And Ryan Johnson has just given up that afternoon. Yeah. I like this. Hmm. Well, you're alone in that, Ray. Well, that, that she, what does she say? When she says, I like this, they said, and cut to what she's looking at, and it's a video of the Holocaust. <laughs> yeah, they had to cut that bit out. That was deemed yeah. offensive, as you might imagine it would be. Well, I thought, it was a, I thought it was a video screen of, of Pop having a wank into a pot noodle. <laughs> I like this. It turns out she pop she liked pop all along. Yeah, he didn't have to sort of spy on her and no. <laughs> be all creepy. He's like, no, I like I like this. <laughs> so yeah, there's a big battle, and then Luke turns up and he's like, right, I'm going to go outside. I need yeah. some time. Oh, and Rose and Finn have a kiss at some point round. Oh yeah, that's I right. Because yeah, the first and I can't let this. Hmm. And and bef- before that. Finn Finn says the phrase, our only shot is right down the throat. And that sounds absolutely disgusting. That's horrible. I like this. I like this. That's what... Spunk. (laughs) Spunk. No, it's not. Uh, And then... (laughs) Bless you. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Little naked man getting crushed by Luke Skywalker's cock. Um, And it all rounds off at the end like any good movie. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean, though, about just like that, that moment... That yeah, you know yeah, about yeah. little little cocks, don't you, John? Yeah, I know. Loads um, of them. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, good. The uh, I like that. The um, <laughs> do you know what I mean about that moment? It's just like it's the most sort of it's it's like they've it, he's been given the instruction get the new characters interacting with as many old things from Star Wars as you can, mm. and to excuse them doing that. Have the, I think you had a problem in the same way with Han finally shooting uh, Chewie's bowcaster in yeah. Force Awakens. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is good, hmm. and it's like, and it, it's totally gratuitous. This is that for hmm. me. It's hmm. like, it's like the eleventh hour, and it's like, oh, go on, we'll throw another one in. Why not? Hmm. And it's like, why, why doesn't she just get on the gun and start shooting it? Yeah. They're in the middle of like the most desperate hour of their combat. She goes, like, well, I like this, and yeah. it's like, it's almost like it's. So, someone from Hollywood, like police enforcement, saw this scene and said, hang on, hang on, hang on. She's doing that thing that another mm. person once did. And you've mm. not had a comment on it at all. You're you're under arrest. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it feels like that's just the world we live in of entertainment now. I'm afraid so. But the, so the, the first order are trying to shoot the door down with this big electric battering ram thing. Yes, that's right. Right down so, the throat. And, yeah. and they're like, oh, the only things we've got are these little shitty, um, they're like little monorails from Chessington. That's right. I don't know why you would build a spaceship with a, a ski on it, but sure. No, okay. it doesn't make any sense. They're crap, yeah? Yeah, they are crap. But then Finn's like, well, the only way I can stop this is by thro- flying this small monorail into a giant furnace. Yeah, that's right. I don't, I'd like to have seen it actually do it. And he just goes, yay, and he just burns up and it makes no yeah, difference. Yeah, I, I imagine it would, there'd be a long, <laughs> wide shot of it and you'd just hear, and that'd be it. <laughs> and then a shoe falls off. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha! And then it kicks up loads of red dust uh, from the yeah. salt flats, yeah. <laughs> and then you get Poe just going like, life of Brian, you silly sod. You silly sod. <laughs> but, Always look on the bright side of life. With loads of little crucified naked men. Yeah. <laughs> on lollipop pan sticks. to the left. They're only about, yeah, on lollipop. Just slightly taller than the shoe that Finn's <laughs> left behind. <laughs> Always look on the light side of life. Do you know, th- that would be great. And I wish more films did that. I recently saw, this is changing, jumping track, and I don't think mm. there's a Bond connection. I might be wrong. Mm. 
But for the first time, I recently saw Jason X. Oh, yeah. The 10th, yeah. Friday the 13th film that's yeah. set in space and stars yeah. exclusively Canadians. Yeah. And and it's it's a bizarre film. It's it, Despite being dreadful, it is still one of the best uh, Friday the 13th films, mm. I would say. Uh, but the thing is, tonally, it's all over the bloody place. Like, yeah. it's, it's sort of... It's a slasher movie, but in space, so it's got all weird sci-fi heightened stuff. But then, the most bizarre thing about it is, right at the end of the movie, they they decide it's it's then a direct genre spoof. Like, they literally parody the final shot of Alien Resurrection. Yeah. Where a character says, it's beautiful, like going to a planet. And there's like, it, it's a spoof. It's like a Zucker movie in the last sort of 15 minutes only. Yeah. And yeah. I kind of wish they'd done that more with uh, Star Wars. Can't do that. And you know, angry people would have been... God, imagine. It, oh, thank God they didn't. And everyone was really happy. Yeah. <laughs> That's never going to happen these days, though. Always look on the bright side. And then, and then, just for comedy purposes, Finn's other shoe falls out and crushes them all. <laughs> crushes them like the foot at the start of Monty Python's <laughs> Flying Circus. And <laughs> 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 it makes the noise... <laughs> I, I think I would die laughing at the then, cinema after. And then, and then Frank Oz's severed hand with Yoda still on it just <laughs> lands beside them. <laughs> and then Yoda's head turns to camera and says, <laughs> "That's all, folks." <laughs> and then Benicio del Toro leans in and says, "No, hey, that's my hey, that's my, 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 my line." And then the credits roll. <laughs> or Yoda should oh. say, "And uh, different." <laughs> Now something completely it is some time for. <laughs> something completely different now time for it is. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but sadly oh, that fuck. doesn't happen. Um, uh, Luke comes no. out and he's like, and this is a bit of, I like this. See, earlier on in the film, he says to Ray, what do you expect me to do? Go out there and face the first order on my own with a, a laser sword? Exactly what yeah. he does, Tom. Yeah, he does do it. But he sort of doesn't. He does and he mm. doesn't. Yeah. It's a trick. Yeah, it it's a stalling, it's a tri- but it's trick. a great trick. Yeah. It's a good Lots trick. Lots of people had it's a problem with weird. this. Mm. I don't mind it. I mean, it's a very weird it. thing to do. It, it, it's it, but partly because I don't think we've seen Jedi do this sort of projection thing before, no. have we? We know there's no. Force ghosts, yeah, but we've never seen it. And it, but it works. Like you go, mm. yeah, that makes sense. Like you, you would be able to do that. You can cloud men's minds and things. And part and it also makes if... sense that the effort kills him. Yeah. But part of me wonders is the choice of the salt planet is just so you can have that nice payoff when you realise that these feet never make a mark in the salt. Oh, so that's, that's a good cool. clue yeah, as I, to why he's not I'd, there. Yeah, I'd completely forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah, that is a good bit. I think it's just because then you get the sort of look of... There's that scene when they've been firing at him and when the sort of first attack has happened mm. and they're using the battering ram and then you you pull back and you see the battlefield. It's just red. I think that was mm. really nice, really brutal yeah. looking. Yeah, it's great. But that's but, a nice yep. that's a nice bit though, the footprints thing. And it's more cool than just some snow or something. Yeah. No, I like it. And then him and him and Kylo Ren have like a lightsaber battle, but Luke's not laying a touch on him. He's just doing lots of kind of drunken master type thing where he's leaning yeah, backwards yeah. and ducking down and stuff. That's right, yeah. And then when Ren goes to stab him, it goes right through him. Yeah, that's right. And this is after Luke's saved the galaxy with limbo, which I mm. also I also like. And he says something um, like, take it easy, kid. Take it easy, kid. Yeah. That. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, take a chill pill, kid. Yeah. He says. That would definitely, that would be an in the no column for me <laughs> if he said that. The shoe falling on the little naked man on the volleyball sticks. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's fine. 
But if he'd said take a chill pill, I'd be like, that's not allowed. No, I can't do that. No, you can't do that. Um, Yeah, so what we have before this as well, I forgot to mention, is now Kylo Ren's a really shouty, angry man because he shouts at Hux and throws him across the room. I like, again, that's what made Mm. me think, that was the moment that made me think, is this just like, we all hate Hux, right? Mm. Let's (laughs) just beat him to shit throughout the entire movie. Um, Um, Yeah, because he's he's now Supreme Leader. (laughs) Kylo Ren is now Supreme Leader. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Supreme Leader Ren, and he uh, flings him across the room. Yep, that's good. And then we cut to there's Luke a weird on, end uh... to an arc here. Hmm. I was going to say there's a weird, weird um, end to the arc here where where Leia says, "What are you looking at me for? Follow him hmm. uh, to Poe." Yeah, but it sort of what? it feels like that should be Poe asking Leia for permission to do this plan, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He learns respect for you know his his uh, superior officer, yeah. but instead it feels like the end of the arc is. No, I should have listened to the hot-headed moron uh, unquestioningly from the beginning. <laughs> anyway, that's a small point. But... but there is a nice joke about that earlier, isn't there, which I forgot to mention, where she says, you can't just solve every, all your problems by getting in a spaceship and blowing stuff up. And then when all yeah. those ships turn up, he says, permission to go and get in a spaceship and blow stuff up. And she blow goes, stuff up, yeah, that's granted. good. I like that. Yeah, that's good. That is good. That's good. I like that. That's true. He does ask for permission then, doesn't he? Okay, mm. sure. Mm. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. So Luke's but, dead. Um, Luke's dead now. Yep, um, he's and he's he's dissolved like Obi Wan. Yeah, and I, yeah. have we seen that happen since A New Hope or not? Yoda, Yoda does and Jedi, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, because I, I thought that is it's a strange moment, but but only because it feels like a long time. I'll tell know, you if, who doesn't if, do if that? You, who? Qui Gon Jinn. They burn him. It, well, exactly. I was going to say so it feels like there? we didn't see it in the prequels. Yeah, yeah. he's he's impure. Well, he turns up in Obi Wan, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah, as a Force ghost. Oh, okay. Says, oh, that's, I have that's a very nice particular touch. set of lightsabers and sex toys. I got a very particular set of lightsabers yeah, and, uh... and and fantastic love eggs. What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you here? He wasn't in written in the script. He just turned up there to, to, yeah. to CGI in blue. Ewan, <laughs> I've got some filthy magazines. What are you doing here? I've got a very particular set of filthy magazines. Stop ruining my comeback. Grant grannies in space. Just take the camera off him, please. Yeah, please. No, we're just going to. He went home to get dressed Uh, like that. By the way, we didn't do it. That's right. (laughs) I've still got this for ninety (laughs) nine. Fuck, I'm leathered. Um, (laughs) The (laughs) so yeah, Qui Gon Jinn doesn't he just collapses? Yeah, and he gets burned. Whereas everybody else has disappeared. So I think um, except for Darth Vader. who uh, we assume is because he's a Sith, right? It's because mm, he's evil. He doesn't. Mm. He doesn't uh, become one with the Force. But then I he does. Trying to say that Qui Gon wasn't a pure man. It wasn't a pure man. And he's interested in that small filthy boy. magazines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. Well, he keeps, who knows? He keeps uh, saying that this little boy is the the, you know, the future of the, uh, f- the the Force. That's the sixth yeah. one this week. <laughs> <laughs> and they all go evil mm, probably because yeah. of what you've been showing them you creep uh, this one's um, gone evil I'm going to throw it down the well what? Yeah, again yeah, yeah. much um, like anyway. uh, Anakin does with uh, Emperor Palpatine years later so that's yeah. continuity it's continuity it's like it rhymes and he lands on a pile of <laughs> dead little naked men and dead children dead little naked men who, who are lollipop sticks and lollipop <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we're so near the end now. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are. Uh, so Ray rescues everybody by lifting the rocks up, and they all get on the Falcon. Lifting rocks, we have, yep. We have the bit where her and Ren kind of look at each other telepathically because Ren picks up the. There's a nice bit where he storms in with all the stormtroopers. He picks up the Han Solo dice, and they disappear out of his hand because they weren't there either. Yep. Yeah. Nice. 
And then he yep. sees Ray telepathically, and it's kind of like, I'll get you. Yep, and then and they then leave. it turns out uh, she, and... she she kept the Jedi sacred text as well. Oh, what did she? Yeah, she she closes a drawer on the Millennium Falcon, and it's full of old Jedi books. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay, so, so she's so she, she, she pinched. Them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and that's why we don't go inside the sort of tree stump uh, mm. temple thing. Okay, so she's she stole them before she went. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Oh, that's that's an odd thing. Does that so come in back ways. in episode nine? Uh, a no. little bit, a little bit, okay. but in the most bullshit retcon way possible. Can't wait. Great. Okay, excellent. Well, I look forward yeah. to it. Um, <laughs> and then we get the obligatory last shot of everybody kind of patting each other on the back and looking happy that we get in Star Wars. Except there's only like seven. Yeah, there. of course. Yeah. And there's a medal ceremony impromptu. Yeah. Uh, a little naked <laughs> done. Men. With the little naked men, uh, and they, the controversy, they don't get a medal, and everyone's saying, "Oh, what about the naked oh. little guys that I running mean, around?" If it wasn't for the them. default blender men, why aren't they getting a? People, a lot of people say, Tom, and I can't believe this, that yeah. all of this would have happened if the little naked men had done nothing, <laughs> like in Raiders of the Lost Ark. If the little naked men had... <laughs> it... <laughs> well, I don't believe it. I think without them, none of this would have been possible. No, it wouldn't have worked out. It wouldn't have no. happened. It, they gave Luke the determination to force project himself. <laughs> that was... <laughs> <laughs> the, what I thought was in poor taste, though, is you know, just before Luke dissolves because he's mm. ex- exhausted himself. When you mm. see him projecting himself, there was a little naked man on his shoulder slapping his cock on his cheek, and I thought that was <laughs> disgusting. Tonally, I thought that was a poor decision. I know in their culture, and that's then, a way and of Empress showing affection. Snokes, but... Well, that's what that's what Ryan Johnson claims in hindsight. Mm. And then Emperor Snoke's Force Ghost leans in and just says "spunk," and then <laughs> disappears again. That was least... again. That was questionable. At least Snoke's dead. No, I'm not. (laughs) And then we have a little postscript scene, which Mm. I like Mm. a lot, Mm. where it's it's all about you know the telling of stories and and weirdly, Mm. I suddenly thought, oh, hang on, this is where Force Awakens should have like begun. Mm. Is all the old guard are gone, and this is a new world of like the young, uh, you know, and it feels like you know Luke on Tatooine going, oh, there's this great conflict going on i want to get out and find it and you know i don't want to be stuck on this little dirt planet and there's these little stable hands just sort of going somewhere out there there's this amazing adventure and these people have done these incredible things and we let's go let's go like embrace that spirit of rebellion go and find out all those things that are happening and uh, you leave them staring up at the stars like yeah. skywalker would yeah and i think that's great and i almost go if if you sort of set maybe if you severed these films a bit more from the kind of the the overhanging like pressure of the original trilogy maybe that would let them stand on their own two feet more I don't know all I know is I really liked yeah Hmm. I I just think what were you going to say sorry yeah I was going to say it bothers me a lot that the um these these sequels didn't lean into the wars aspect more because no film's really done that and yeah I was was thinking Rogue One is is a very good war film it's a good spy movie Hmm. it feels like a, a sort of a spy movie set during World War Two or something, and the the bit about like defending the bunker feels very like a war film, and I like that a lot. Yeah, but it's um, it's still one very contained small conflict between a sort of set of characters on personal you know. But terms. I hate I hate the fact that Ray is living on this desert planet her own. Wouldn't it be more interesting if she was like using the equivalent of like a World War Two, living in like a French village that's been invaded by the Nazis, kind of thing? That'd uh, yeah. Be, 
more interesting of why she has a problem with the First Order and how she's developed yeah. these skills without anybody's uh, attention by hiding from them and things like that and using her powers to manipulate stormtroopers just to get out of trouble on a daily basis, yeah, that yeah, sort of thing, yeah. rather than just yeah. copying the, the New Hope. And, and, and you know, well, having things say, like... That, that would be different from a New Hope, John, so they couldn't do that. Yeah. But having yeah. leaning into things like, you know, the, the beginning of Band of Brothers, like that Operation Market Garden, you know, where they're all jumping down and there's all that stuff right, right. in the space and this, the guy and stuff. Just leaning into more of the war elements. I think I would have done that if, if, if I'd have got the gig. Really. I, I feel like they've, they've, they've sort of branded all these things. So in, I think in, whereas the original trilogy kind of managed to bridge the gap between that, like the bigger war conflict and the personal stories... I think that they went, okay, why do people love the original trilogy? Uh, it's, you know, these characters and their sort of personal entwinements and, and stuff and, and, and their their grievances, their revenge stories, their love stories. We're yeah. going to lean into that for the mainline films. But yeah. we're going to have a Western in Solo. We're going to have a spy movie in Rogue One. And I sort of think that that out-and-out out war film, which would be great fun, is almost like on a list somewhere of spin-offs they might do at some point. I mean, maybe but that's I think the Andor thing. too specific. Yeah. The which one? The Endor the, thing. Andor, the new TV series. Oh, okay. So, yeah, sure. But I'm, I don't know. I, I sort of think taking a really specific kind of genre spin on it like that, I think that would be deemed too specific and, and niche for a mainline movie. They they need mm. to have like people discovering their chosen one destinies. They need to have people like falling in love and, and having rivalries and you know on, on a personal basis, personal stories. Yeah. Uh, and they, they and I think they've decided that's what these ones are. Mind you I say that and I haven't seen a third of them. So I yeah. don't know what they focus on in um the third one i understand undoing all this film is what they focus on principally essentially yeah yeah okay yeah well that's good to know well i'll yeah. see you next time then john for the rise of skywalker you will and and thank you so much tom for joining us again what an absolute pleasure uh, i mm. i really did enjoy watching last jedi again mm. and um on the one you know I, I as i said before i'm i'm so kind of fatigued with this sort of franchise franchise exploitation era mm. of films where like every film is made slightly worse by the fact that it's tied into a sort of bigger continuity that it's kind of under the thumb of and, and it can't innovate that much. And it also, uh, and, it, and it just sort of gets fatiguing and tiresome to just see the same few ideas just laboured yeah. over and over again. And so often in this film, I would start to feel that way, but then something innovative and different would happen that I liked a lot. And I go, oh, oh no, I like that. So mm. I think it does, I still do really like this film. And I think maybe it's its faults were more apparent to me this second time watching it, but... I think there were so many nice moments of... There's some misguided attempts at moments of flair, but I think there's ex, there's just as many, if not more, moments of flair that really do pay off. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I probably still won't give that much of a toss about Star Wars-related content having watched this again, but uh, at least now I'll be imagining little naked men running around in the background of, of every other Star Wars film I ever watch. Yeah, much better. Mm. And on that note, Tom Crowley, thank you very much. Thank you for having me, John. Goodbye. Goodbye. No, it's not. No, it isn't. Now that's a fire. Listen, sir. Knock you in your head with my stick. With my stick. You're going to have a mark from my stick. From my stick. My stick. My stick. My stick is better than bacon. Don't you go go
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.